You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, led by Pastor Johnny Che. Our church is dedicated to serving Jesus Christ and reaching the world by going forward with the gospel. We pray that you will be helped and blessed by this message from God's Word. All right, how do we start this? There were a couple things that happened in my life where I started realizing, and I'm not trying to be humorous, that I was old. One of them was when I was talking to the teenagers back when I was a youth pastor, and I realized that none of them were born when 9-11 happened. I felt very old when I had to explain to them, and none of them were alive. But there was another one, and it was kind of disappointing. I used to love roller coasters. How many of you like roller coasters? I mean, you do the flips, you do everything. I loved roller coasters. I lived for them until the last time I tried it. We went to Six Flags in San Antonio probably five years ago, five, six years ago. That's the last time I went on a roller coaster. I went on the first one, I was like, yeah! And then I went on the second one, I was like, and I went on the third one, and I was done. I was done. We went to In-N-Out Burger after, which I don't know about you, but In-N-Out Burger is probably the best fast food chain. A burger, animal style, you cannot go wrong, I'm telling you. I might make the trip right after this. That's the only reason we had early services, so I could go to In-N-Out Burger after. <laughs> and I sat there and I stared at that burger and I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. I was so sick. There, it reminded me of a time where I went deep sea fishing and it was super windy. And I told you about this, where uh, up, <laughs> and up to the... <laughs> there was another time uh, my brother wanted to make some money when we were in high school. I was in junior high, he was in high school, and he wanted to get a paper route. And paper routes meant waking up at four in the morning and driving, and there was one hill, we called it Roller Coaster Road because it was up and down and up and down and up and down. And we were taking it with the person who was training us and he said, you're, you're really going to need to hold your stomach. And I was like, oh, that's fine. About halfway through, I made them pull over. I was not doing well. This makes me sick. This, this makes anybody sick. Uh, 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 enough of it. This is better. This is better right here. And here's what I first learned from Deuteronomy chapter 11. Again, what we're going to do is we're going to find three lessons, and those three lessons teach a principle. And remember, a principle is deeper than just saying, do this in this scenario. A principle is not do this. A principle is think this. You can give a certain scenario. There's one in Deuteronomy that says, when you come across a bird's nest, and you see a bird, and you see eggs, and you're hungry, take the egg, leave the bird. Now, is the Bible just saying when you so happen in one circumstance to find a bird's nest, this is what you do? Or is it giving you a principle that when you come across something that can benefit you, think about the future? Because if you take the bird, no more eggs. If you take the eggs and you leave the bird, there will be more for the future. So the Bible isn't just saying in this one scenario, do this. 
It's giving you a principle. Whenever you're in any scenario where you can take something for yourself, but you have a choice to think about only yourself or to think about your future, make sure you think about the future also. That is a principle. We're gonna get to a principle, but here's the lesson that I learned. The land of Canaan in the Bible is a picture of the Christian life. It's not a picture of heaven because there are still enemies in Canaan. There were still battles to be fought in Canaan. There were still hardships in Canaan. So you cannot say that Canaan is heaven. Canaan is the Christian life. When you have been delivered from the world of Egypt by God supernaturally, and you travel into a land to live a different way. That is Canaan. That is the Christian life. And the Bible says in verse 11, Canaan is a land of hills and valleys. The Christian, here's lesson number one. The Christian life is up and down. Up and down. You are going to have highs. You are going to have lows in the Christian life. You are going to have day. You're going to have night. You're going to have ebbs. You're going to have flows. You're going to have sweet. You're going to have bitter. Can I put it that way? You're going to have times of sweetness. You're going to have times of bitterness. And there is no avoiding it. There's no avoiding hills. There's no avoiding valleys. In the Christian life, you will experience heights of joy. You will experience abundance of sweetness in the Christian life. You will also experience the depths of despair. You will also experience abundance of bitterness. There is no avoiding it. Do we agree? There are times in the Christian life you're going to read your Bible and it's going to jump off the page at you. There are other times you read and you feel like it's in a different language. There are going to be times in the Christian life where you pray and you feel like the Lord Jesus is sitting right next to you, hanging on your every word. There are other times, aren't there, where you pray and you feel like even if you screamed at the top of your lungs, the Lord wouldn't hear you. There are times you feel very close to him. There's times you feel very far. There are times when friends are near and understanding. There are times when friends are far and betraying you and hurting you. There are ups and there are downs. There is no avoiding it. That leads to Proverbs chapter 24. Are we there? Let's go ahead and turn there. Proverbs chapter 24. And the Bible says, My son, eat thou honey because it is good, and the honeycomb which is sweet to thy taste. Honey, back then as now, honey was strength to the body. I don't know if you remember the story in, it's in 1st or 2nd Samuel, where the Israelites are fighting the Philistines under the rule of Saul. And Saul is in his selfish phase, and he makes this dumb decree that none of his soldiers can eat anything until they beat the Philistines. He says, until I'm avenged of my enemies, nobody eats anything. He had a son named Jonathan. Jonathan didn't hear this decree. They're walking through a wood to get to their next battle, 
and the soldiers are weary. They haven't eaten. They fought all day, and they haven't eaten. They haven't drank anything. Jonathan did not hear this, and they're walking through a wood with, with beehives everywhere and honey. And the honey was dripping down, dripping on the faces of the soldiers, and they refused to even lick their lips because they didn't want to go against the king's command. Because the king said, anybody who goes against my command, I'm putting you to death. Great leader. Jonathan didn't hear. He took the end of his spear and put it into one of the honeycombs and, and put it to his mouth. And the Bible says immediately his strength returned to him. I don't know if you've ever enjoyed honey on the honeycomb. It's something incredible. It's something special. It does what Red Bull cannot do. It does what coffee cannot do. I'm serious. There's properties in the honey and in the honeycomb that just give energy. Your whole body will buzz. So, and people knew that. It was a part of their diet back then. Remember when Jesus, when God said, I want to take you to Canaan? One of the things that he used to describe that place is it's a land flowing with milk and honey. That was important to people because it brought strength to the body. But beyond that, there's some things that bring strength to the body that I don't want to eat. Brussels sprouts bring strength, bring strength to my body, but they're not sweet to the taste. I, I, don't, I don't want these... Anyways, these mush grenades, okay? I, 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 don't, I don't want them. There are plenty of things. Eat your spinach. It's strength to the body. But honey is strength to the body and sweet to the taste. It was just all around good. It's all around good. But what is the lesson? What is the lesson? The lesson is this. When life is hard, find something that will make it easier. My son, eat thou honey. It's good. It will bring strength to you when you're weak, and it will bring sweetness to you when things are bitter. There are times when life is going to be bitter. Find something that will make it sweeter and let it help. There are going to be times when you're weak. Find something that will strengthen you and let it help you. Eat it. It's good. It's good for you. Lesson number one, the Christian life is ups and downs, hills and valleys, mountains and, val mountains and depths, no avoiding it. When you're down, find something to lift you. Okay? Now, Let's go to Proverbs chapter 25, verse 16. Hast thou found honey? Proverbs 24, 13 says that's good. You found something good, but wait a minute. Hast thou found honey? Eat only as much as is sufficient for thee, lest thou be filled and vomit it. Isn't that what the Bible says? I, I don't want to misquote it. Hang on. Hast thou found honey, eat so much as is sufficient for thee, lest thou be filled therewith and vomit it. So life can be bitter. But there are also times when the Christian life can have an abundance of good, an abundance of sweetness, an abundance of strength. There are times when the Christian life is hard. There's times when the Christian life's great. There's times when you're very low. There's times when you're very high. Principle or lesson number two says, when you're low, find something to help you. But this teaches too much of even a good thing can hurt you. The same food that can fill you can also kill you. The same water that can wash you can also drown you if there's too much. 
The same food that can fill you can also kill you if there's too much. The same water that can wash you can also drown you if there's too much. The same honey that can sweeten you can also sicken you if there's too much. It can strengthen you, but it can also sicken you if you're too much. And not to get too far into this, but when you dispel what you've brought in, you've, undi you've undone all of the good that it brought to you, and even more. They teach you in survival scenarios, yes, you might be able to drink some bad water in order to slake your thirst, but what it's probably gonna do is make you sick. And you're not only gonna lose the, the water that you brought in, but you're also gonna lose more. So if you do too much of honey, it's gonna undo all that it brought to you. So lesson number three is this. When you have access to an abundance, don't eat all of it. Only eat what you need. So when we consider all three lessons, what is the principle that it teaches us? And I said it was blank, you're blank. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in a lot of different ways. Let me put it this way first. The principle is this. Since you cannot avoid mountains and valleys, learn how to raise your valleys and lower your mountains. Can I put it this way? Control your emotions. When God wanted to work, he said, I'm going to give you my Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is something powerful, something strengthening, something sweet in bitter times. Really all that we need, the Holy Spirit. Whenever God makes something, the devil makes a counterfeit. And the devil's counterfeit to the Holy Spirit's moving is emotion. The devil's counterfeit to the Holy Spirit's leading and guidance is emotion. And remember, a good counterfeit, it's difficult to tell the difference between the two. Here's how you tell the difference, Brother Dusty. Emotion has no limit. It has no boundary. But God, there's limits, there's boundaries. You might have an abundance of bitterness, but the Holy Spirit will lead you to find something to lift yourself a little bit. You might have an abundance of sweetness to where it could make you sick if you partook of all of it. The Holy Spirit is going to lead you. Enjoy it, but not too much. With the Holy Spirit, there's good and there's bad in moderation. With emotion, there's good and there's bad, no moderation. And you have to learn how to control your emotions. I have to learn to control my emotions. We have to learn how to turn this into this. Because this is easier to stomach. We can't avoid these, right? But we can lift ourselves a little bit, and we can lower ourselves a little bit. There's some of you, here's why I preach this, there's some of you, and, and I'm bad at this too, when you're down, you're all the way down. When something goes wrong, everything goes wrong. And when something bothers you, everything bothers you. And you, you have to find a way. I'm not saying that you're going to avoid the valleys. You can't avoid the valley. But you can find a way to start climbing out of it. 
And you can't avoid the night, but you can find a way to turn the light on, to make it a little lighter. You can't avoid the bitter, but you can find something to make it sweeter. But then there's some of you, when things are good, you, you can't control yourself. It's just everything's good, and cloud nine, and this and that. And it's, and it's fine. The Bible, look, the Bible isn't against enjoyment. The Bible is against excess. Enjoy it, but control yourself. When you are down, look for things to lift you. When you're up, it's not look for the bad. Let me look for something bad to temper myself. It's not saying that. It's saying enjoy the good, but control yourself. Because if you run too much with it, you're going to get sick. Some of you, you, you know, your, your team loses. <laughs> your team wins and, <laughs> and hours are low at work. Oh, just everyone's against me. <laughs> and you, you ask the person, hey, how are you doing today? Oh, under the circumstances. Well, what are you doing under there? Well, I'm okay. I'm alive. Oh, are you sad about that? I mean... But then there's an abundance of hours at work, and you completely lose sight of priority. You completely lose sight of church. You completely lose sight, and you just hours, hours, hours. Because I can get more hours. I can make more money, so I'm going to make as much money as I can. And when you can be up, you shoot up. And when you are down, you shoot all the way down. And what my Bible teaches is you can't avoid the ups and you can't avoid the downs, but you can find a way to make your life a little bit more even. And so you need to control your emotions. It's when you're down, you act like you're dying. And when you're up, you treat whatever brought you up like it's the only reason you're alive. You can't do that. Because then what if you lose that one thing? Never stoop so low to make anything your everything. As soon as something becomes your everything, if you lose it, you're in the depths. But if you convince yourself, they were not my everything, it was not my everything, then since they were not your everything, your everything is not lost when they're gone. And you need to find a way to lift up and bring down. Job experienced heights and depths, did he not? God asked Job when he started his discourse. I think it's in 38 or 39. He says, Canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pleiades or loose the bands of Orion? Can you bind the sweet influences of Pleiades or loose the bands of Orion? And the answer is no. But what does he mean by that? Pleiades is a constellation that marked the springtime. Orion is a constellation that marks winter. Warmth, cold. And God is saying, when warm times come, can you bind that and say, I only want it to be warm, I only want it to be 70 and sunny? No, you can't. And when the cold times come, Orion, can you say, go away, loose the bands? Job, it's, it's going to be up and it's going to be down. There's no avoiding that. But here's what you can do. You can learn how to raise your valleys and lower your mountains. 
You can learn how to control your emotions in that way. Isaiah chapter 40, when it talks about the Messiah is coming, I find it very interesting. It says, find every highway and make it plain and find every low way and bring it up a little bit. Make it easier to travel. What about the Israelites in the wilderness? Could they avoid day and night? Of course they couldn't. Could God make it perpetual day? He could have, but he didn't. Could God make it perpetual night? He could have, but he didn't. Here's what he did. At nighttime, I'll give you a little light. Light that will warm you and guide you and protect you. But then when the day comes, sun, 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 I want all sun, 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 sun. He said, no, I'm going to temper that a little bit, and I'm going to give you a cloud to protect you as well. I'm going to make the night a little brighter, and I'm going to make the day a little darker so that you live more consistently. And when you learn how to do that, when you, and again, I, I, I can go through and I can apply a lot of different things, but this is for you to think, how does this apply to my kids? How does this apply to my marriage? How does this apply to church? How does this apply to all these areas? Here's what you need to think when you're down, Remember, a little is better than nothing. And when you're up, remember, enough is better than excess. If we remember that, it will help us as a church. Thank you for listening to our audio preaching podcast. For more information about our ministries, or if you would like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at heritagebaptistcctx.org. May God bless you as you go forward with the gospel this week.